Yeah. One time, just what this happened just one time where we we go did a whole episode and I forgot to hit record. And about the last that last 10 minutes I finally hit record and I was so bummed. I turned pale white when I looked and seen there was no record button. We were getting really into a good topic too. We had a good convo going. Man, it was a good one and just bombed. Uh, I had to tell them. I was like, well, all that was really great what you all said, but uh, I didn't record none of it. <laughs> so we'll do a redo at some point. Of course, it never happened after that. They were like, wow. Yeah. Cheap. Amateur, amateur yeah, hour. Amateur. All right. All right, then. <laughs> Pretty hey. goofy. Let's see yes, here now. Sir. Let me um yeah, we hadn't recorded an episode in about a month and a half. So we're getting a bit behind. You know, um, you know Aaron, right? Mm-hmm. But he's uh internet went down. And uh guess he was short of funds. He has the Elon Musk, I guess, the Starlink or whatever that is. I don't know what you call uh-huh. it. Couldn't get the dough to get it going again. <laughs> I said, Man, we gotta record, you know. And every time he wants to record, I'm busy. And every time he wants to record, I'm busy. Yeah. So he just said, well, just, I don't know, just go solo. I said, well, it's not a solo show, though. There's always two people and a guest or two people. So he said, well, I don't know. I said, well, I'll figure it out. So I said, I know I know who's pretty chatty. Jason. I said, I'll get Jason. Jason's got some chats going on. You know, he can, he's got some insight and all that, you know. Yeah. If you so, if you yeah, you see him in the store, you're gonna be in there too long. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get in trouble because you didn't get the eggs back in time for whatever. But the muffins. But chances are you're gonna at least see him in the store. <laughs> <laughs> high chance. There's a high chance he's gonna be in the store. Yeah, in the in the the cold pop or the hot the warm pop aisle, you know. You get the twelve yeah. pack. It's yeah. it's warm. Yeah, nah, he's hey, there. Hey, or the deli. <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, that's the second yeah. stop, or the yeah. first, depending on his hunger level. Yeah. So that song there is. Um, I mean, it sounds like an owl dance. Sound like it's from maybe the fifties. Hard to say. But um, again, I'm not sure who it is. I'm not not sure the. The singers, the geography sound like um bloods though to me. I don't know. I just don't know. So hopefully perhaps. someone perhaps perhaps Qua. 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 <laughs> yeah. See, you brought in the both the academic and the tradition. <laughs> so now perhaps is truly an academic word. Cause you don't say you don't say uh, maybe, because then you sound like you sound like you're deep, you sound like you're from Pablo. Deep in the res. <laughs> if you're on the know. fringes, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. If 
you're on Maybe. the fringes, you know, and you got, you know, you got some mixed blood in there. And <laughs> 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 then you say, uh, perhaps. <laughs> Yes. I don't know. Maybe I go. I I'll go. I'll go both ways. You know. Maybe. Yeah. Depending on my mood, you know. Yeah. Because you know, you know how it is on the res. You kind of got to be a chameleon in a way. You have to adapt. It's all about adaptation. It is right. It's, it is. It's about um, surviving in your environment, whether yeah. it be physical. Or whether that be, you know, communal, um, intellectual, even. Ooh. You know, at first there, I thought you were going to go go clockwise around the medicine wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Spiritual, Emotional. physical. I don't know. What, I don't know the no. order. Is there an order? No, we could throw a new one on metaphysical. Oh, there we go. Yeah, you got, Let's you come know. up with the new one. So what would it be? <laughs> metaphysical. What does that cover? It, it, well, meta, metaphysical could cover the known and the unknown. Okay, I'm I'm with you. I'm with okay. you. So as we work our way around the wheel of medicine, yeah. physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, <laughs> it touches on all of them, and then metaphysical. I think so. Hey, I hey. think it's just a big dot. Then what you should do is get a shapeshifter on the show, and you can really get into it. <laughs> We need a shapeshifter. It's a call out. Any shapeshifters listening to Chabble Research Specialists, we want you on. Yes. <laughs> we might even do a special yeah. video version just oh, so we can see the, the shape Ooh. shift. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Well, we kind of shapeshift that medicine wheel into a, a, a single dot, one pie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's goofy. So yeah, um, uh, I had a question for you. Sure. Now you've been you've been studying some. Um, what have you been studying? Leadership, organizational, organizational le- leadership, organizational leadership. Okay. Yeah. And that's through what um, what institution? Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, organizational leadership, and whereabouts are you in your studies? Like, um, I'm I'm a Probably I'm one class away from graduating. Holy cow. Yep. So if I, after this week, I finish this week out and then I have my last class. Man, what are you going to do? <laughs> Get rich. <jokes laughs> Take over. Jokes. Not no. the funny thing with natives. When you get a degree, there's not much else after that. Well, see, what's in a way. Uh, there's there's a person I know in the Flathead community here, and she was really big on uh, posting her progress on social media. Okay. And she really, really celebrated uh, when she finally got her degree, her master's degree. Oh, yeah. And, um, and what was funny is then, then, it, then immediately she got a job in an, another field. Oh, and unrelated. Uh, kind of pretty much unrelated yeah and you know it baffled me um but you know to each their own you, you, right. you really don't know what you're gonna do with your degree until you really get down and do it i guess right 
and right, right. and fi- figure it out. But once I get my degree, what I figure I'm going to do is start keeping an eye uh, on the on the possible prize. Okay, and the possible prize would be for positions that open up uh, in upper management or executive management um, at at the tribe. Oh. CSKT and uh, uh, go for it, I guess. You're brave, you know? man. Yeah, you're yeah. brave. Yes, sir. That, those are the those are the those are the pot shot positions, right? Those are the ones everybody's kind of lobbing. Well, and, things and that, I don't know. Okay, let's hear it. So here's the deal. Yeah. Um, soon, and it's happening now. Yeah. Um, all the baby boomers are. Uh, either on the verge of retiring or right. they've already done it. Right. And there's a slew of them that are going to create a huge leadership vacuum. So right. 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 Some some of these some of these people have been there 20, 30, 40 years, man. Yeah. A long time. Yeah, you know how they Enough give out the off home. blankets. You oh, know, yeah. hey, you've been working here for 20 years, you've been working for 30 years. And 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 if you take a look at management and some of those up, upper positions, people have been there a long time, man. Yeah, yeah. And once they go, what's going to happen to us? Right. Yeah. No, you're right. I, yeah, and, and I, I, I said that um, s- sort of sarcastically, you know, about the, yeah. you know, but that, that's the I wanted though. to explain it, though. I wanted yeah. to explain it because it's it's a matter of fact. It is. It is. That's a very that's a very good point, and that's um. I guess that's one of the one of the things that I guess folks hope for when they're encouraging their their children or grandchildren to go to school is that just to fill some sort of void in the in the chain of uh, of our of our tribal life, I guess, in many different ways. But those upper positions, yeah, yeah. You're, you're exactly right. Let and me my, let me give you an example okay. of of when when I failed this process. Okay. Um, the failure. Roughly, roughly five, six, seven, eight, five to ten years, about eight years ago or so. Um, I'm just going to name drop him. Dr. Oh. Frank Tyro. Okay. Uh, approached me mm-hmm. and asked me if I would be interested in being mentored. Right. Uh, to uh, take over directorship of the channel at Sailor's Kootenai College. SKC TV. SKC TV. Yes. And uh which then at that time it 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 gained a letter in the alphabet. It was KSKC oh, TV. Right, right. Right. And um I just didn't think I was ready. Okay. I just didn't think I was up for the task. Right. And and I was a little apprehensive and I think I gave him a hua. <laughs> And and it, and it never happened. And what ended up happening is he he never found anybody else to fill his shoes. Right. And as you know now, the channel is no longer in existence. Right. Right. And so that was a lesson learned for me. Yeah. Hey, there's there's this leadership vacuum that yeah. is happening just because of Father Time. Yeah. And and all the people that you thought were all were going to be there forever are suddenly departing. 
And, and so what do we do? Um, what I know about CSKT and the tribal organization, the, uh, the, the, the whole organization as a whole, um, there are leaders, managers, division managers, uh, department heads, um, executive directors, um, they, they, they are having these conversations about what's going to happen. Yeah. And so then I started looking at, you know what, um, you know, if, if, if you walk down the hallway, um, down the education department at CSKT. Yeah. Oh, you cut out there, partner. You got that res internet. Oh, uh, that res internet. <laughs> uh, here, let me let me try to move it closer to the modem here. Okay, okay. So um, yeah, so you're walking down the hall, CSKT Education Department. Oh, department. Yes. And they they have all the tribal members' degrees right. posted on the walls. Right. Right. Starts out with the associates on one end. Right. Your bachelors that follow that. Right. And then on the opposing wall, you have the master's degrees and then you have your doctorates. Right. And I've, I've been on the bachelor wall forever and ever. And there's probably 50, 60, 70, 80, maybe a hundred people with bachelor degrees. Right. A lot of and then on the opposing wall, people with master's degrees, you might have only 30. Really? 30 or 40 max. Wow. And um, with people with PhDs, you have less than 20. Wow. Right? That's, that's quite I, – well, I don't know what it is compared to other tribes, but it seems small. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it does. It really does. And – as a person that's had a bachelor's degree for gosh ever now, um, I've, I've, Are you I've wearing I've, it out. I've, yeah, I've, 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 <laughs> I've, I've looked at the wall of fame and was really envious of the other wall, right? Oh yeah. And and I see uh, my peers, right? My oh. People that I know. Oh, and yeah. as a matter as a matter of fact, we were talking about Jason. Jason's out there. What the heck? Along with other people that I yeah. grew up with and came up with and everything. Yeah. You know what? I'm feeling pretty shabby on this wall. <laughs> Maybe I want, want to jump over on this wall. But right. that's not the reason I got my degree. The reason I got my degree was because I felt like it was time. The strike right. while iron's hot and right. do it while I'm still young enough to have the motivation to do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And you're a man of education and and you <laughs> You you know exactly what I'm talking about. How important and imperative it is for our tribal people. Oh man, yeah, to be educated. Yeah, in whatever field. Right. Agreed. Agreed. So this is a so this is a good a good good place to insert the question I was going to ask you because it it touches on everything you you sort of said. Um. Did you freeze up again? Are you just standing really still? You must have froze up. <laughs> Who's your provider? You got to get your kids to get off their iPads. Yeah. Maybe if you're streaming, some the old lady streaming some Walking Dead, maybe tell her to pause, throw in a video or something. Throw in an old DVD. If you got a VHS, dig that out. 
I don't know. Internet provider. Who's your internet provider? Uh, like I'll say in Spectrum. But <laughs> yay. Uh, yay for Spectrum. But like you said, uh, everybody and their grandma's using internet in my house. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. I had that issue in Arlie. Everybody had to go dark, you know, go back to well, the 1960s. Well, I probably got a couple cousins. I got probably got a couple cousins outside my house using my <laughs> Wi-Fi. Yeah. What's your password, man? I'm, I'll be. I won't. I don't need to come in. I just want. I'm just. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Check my yeah I'll just park. I'll just park out here for a while, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Won't, won't bother you. Because, what's your Wi-Fi password? I, I don't. I'm not. I don't, don't want to come in. <laughs> well, you don't want to come in. Oh no! I'm just gonna check my Facebook real quick. Oh. All right. <laughs> Goofy guy. Okay. So this is the question. I was going to ask yeah. you after all that. Yeah. Um, so if you think about, so yeah, so part of the, part of the effort of, of tribal folks getting degrees is really to meet a need, sometimes a, a personal need, but sometimes they want to fill a role in the tribal government. You know, they want to take tribes generally want to take our own affairs into our own hands, you know, sure. for the most part, you know, um, sure. but I think, in a lot of ways, uh, tribal tribal entities, especially formalized tribal governments, trying to maintain some a semblance of tradition, are really going to be confronted with this um, this dilemma, if you will, of providing a serviceable government that meets the thing modern things that tribal people expect. I guess. Yeah. So, so we're we're confronted with uh, that, and then also trying to balance bringing in some traditional models, uh, and also maintaining a certain degree of, I guess you could say, the, you know, the catchword colonial model, because sure. we don't live truly in a traditional society anymore, where a truly traditional form will work anymore. That's, I, I think that's true. I don't know. It might be arguable. I could be wrong. I don't know. So we're balancing this desire to be to maintain certain traditions, but also to um, keep afloat this government that provides services in a particular, and maybe it's arguable, but in a particular colonial way. Uh, I don't know if you agree with that or not. If you don't, that's good. Then maybe you, you got some understandings. I don't because I like I, we like to say on the, this podcast, we don't know it all. We're just kind of bouncing ideas back and forth sure. so how then do you foresee the future of tribal government especially in your degree the things you've studied the things you know of your own cultural traditions and those <laughs> kind of things how do you see a, a good balance of of maintaining traditionalism while also maintaining this modernism that we've adopted and we've grown accustomed to <clears throat> As you said earlier, Shandine, uh, it's it's a fine balancing act for right. any formalized tribal government. Right. We, all of us as Native people, whether you're lit, whether you work in government or work for your tribe or not, you come to an understanding of of our people trying to keep one moccasin in the past <laughs> okay 
yes. to maintain our tribal identity, to keep alive our tribal cultures and traditions, yeah. and all that comes with that, languages and customs and practices, ceremonies, etc. Yeah. And then one moccasin in the future for the sake of, of our children and the generations after us. Okay. And as we stand in the present. Okay. And and Wait, now. Wait now. So there's three legs? Well, you got three legs. Kind of, no, it's kind of an apex. <laughs> kind of a, <laughs> okay. So one moccasin okay. in the past. Okay. Uh, one, one in moccasin. the future. Just, just kidding. As we stand in the present, right? And okay. <laughs> and we and we always have to have some sort of placement there if if we want to maintain our tribal identities mm-hmm. as a tribal people and as as to keep ourselves uh culturally and traditionally afloat, yeah, along with keeping our eye on what's to come. We, right. we we as Indian people or Native American people, however you want to say, indigenous creatures, ain't. <laughs> we as indigenous populations, we 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 don't control the scheme of things around here anymore, and so yeah. we always have to have an eye out on to see what's coming. Okay, if. If you're going to be a wise people, you don't want to get uh, sideswiped by, let's say, um, uh, governmental legislation. Right. You know, uh, where where there are local or regional or national laws that um, are presented to Congress or whatnot that are detrimental to our people, who we are, our land base, so on and so forth. Right. So. With the balancing act, how do I, how do I see? Uh, what? Let's go back to the question again. Okay. What? How did you phrase that? So maintaining a, a modern, serviceable government, right? Which right. I, I think we could we could argue whether that includes uh, colonial structures or traditional structures. We don't know, but we're accustomed to having a tribal sure. health. We're accustomed to having an education department. You know, things compartmentalized sure. into these sure. things. Sure. So to maintain that, but also, um, like you said, this piece about identity that includes a, a whole slew of things, uh, traditions, customs, so, norms. So there's a phrase uh, that I came across in my studies uh, that I think really pertain to uh, our tribal people. Okay. Like I said, whether we work in government or right. whether we, you know, we work for a grant or... Whether you work down at the grocery store or the trading post, per se, <laughs> yeah, and and that is uh, um, de- developing and improving your cultural competencies, right? And I yeah. fully feel that any worker that lives on or uh, let's just say on a reservation or for a Native American organization, like. Right. They're not always on reservations. For for example, in Butte, you got the Butte Indian Center. Right. But don't you think it would be important, even if they don't live on a reservation, there's still a native population to be served for those workers to have a certain cultural competency. Yeah. 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 To be able to serve their people. Right. And and so that aspect right there of 
improving and developing cultural competencies for tribal workers, whether they're tribal or not, I think is essential. Yeah. In the answer of how do we maintain this? How do we um, how do we balance this? And so I think right there um, we can we can really find some improvements and find a little bit of hope. Right. Of 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 uh, fine fine tuning and polishing organizations that serve tribal people. Right. Let me jump back a little bit here because you said something that was really important. Um, and I hear it often, and we all hear it often about identity, right? So we want to maintain our identity. I, I mean, I hear that quite a bit. It's really important. But one of the questions I have about that, specifically pertaining to this idea of this tribal government that we have now, do our, our, do our identities evolve or are we stuck with a certain type and we have to maintain that moving forward? You know, that's a great question. Um, I believe that's personal. Okay. That boils down to, to the individual, you know, do you have the desire to maintain a tribal identity or are you um, comfortable with the status quo? Okay. Whatever the status quo is. Some tribal, some tribal communities and uh, tribal organizations are more cultural and more traditional style in look and feel than others. Okay. Yeah. Right or wrong, you know, or perhaps. And, and so that's all arguable, but um, how, how, how do we truly do that? What, what, what sort of, um, what sort of programming do we develop? What, what sort of uh, functions are we going to deem acceptable at a tribal organization that would allow us and help us to do that? I can give you a couple examples. Uh, okay. Recently, recently within this past uh, year, um, a tribal member from the R. Lee area yeah. uh, who's, who's become very proficient uh, in the Salish language okay. um, has proposed um, teaching language classes. Yeah. Two tribal workers at work during certain times of the day. Right. And what has happened is that 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 has become acceptable. And people can either use their breaks or they can get a change of duty, especially from and you go to individual managers. Right. Is your manager going to allow that? Right, right, right. Oh, somebody's downloading another episode. Somebody's want, wants to watch a little Big Bang Theory. They're downloading it right now. Cut you right off. You're on a roll. God darn it. Let's see what happens. See if he rolls back in. Just open that door and give a good yell. Get off that internet. I don't know. I don't know what the speed there. You're at where? Yeah, you're in. Uh, I think you're in Polson. You should be able to get a decent speed in Polson. They just did. You get the low package. He's still on the introductory package. You got the. I don't even know what it is. Like a, a gigabyte. No, a gigabyte's a lot. Are you still in the, like? Are you still in megabytes? 
he must have got the cheap package. I would I was uploading um these podcast episodes in Arlie, and it would take it would take six four to six hours to upload an episode. When I got here to Vancouver, they upload in maybe a minute, minute and a half. That's fast. That's super fast. Uh, we're we're unaccustomed to that. Unaccustomed to did you yell at him? Did you yell at him? Yeah. Yeah, you're yep. on mute. Yeah, went and yelled at everybody. Come on! Just saying something cool. <laughs> okay, so let me get back to this, what you were just saying, because so the reason I was saying this about identity, right? So I, the way I the way I see identity, and I'm maybe a little bit off, you know, I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying identity is something that's um that's affirmed. And shared, or I would say maybe co-created amongst, say, a tribal people. My identity depends on my neighbor. Their identity depends on their neighbor. So having this an alignment of identity seems to be an important thing. Because then, in a way, we all see each other as very similar. <clears throat> so what what I what I was more getting at was um, our idea of identity. How, how, is that allowed to change to meet the needs of today? So if you, so an example would be when the horse came. When we first got the horse, our identity sort of changed. We became more mobile. We engaged in more warfare. So the, the, what we were, what embodied us, sort of changed a bit. And we, and we adapted to it and we just moved forward and didn't think about, well, we need to get back to the pre-horse times you know our our our, our uh, ancestors didn't think that i don't think anyway I mean, we gotta we gotta remedy this situation because our youth don't know what it's like not to have a horse i don't think that was the thought it was just this natural progression to allow an identity which is filled with many things to change so i'm thinking today we have this form of government that we're was really sort of placed upon us but became a necessity as we moved into a more modern world. Are our identities allowed to change because of that? You know, I, I think, I don't even think it's, you know, me personally, it's, it's not something that is allowed or isn't allowed. Right. It's something that just happens. There you go. Yeah. I think you're right there. Yeah. Now the you real know. Pat Matt's coming out. We don't want to, we don't, I don't want to talk to the organizational leadership, Pat, Matt. Let's talk to, <laughs> let's talk to the real Pat, Matt. He's in oh, there. Okay. We're dragging oh. him out. We're dragging him out a little bit. Yeah. I want to hear what you think. Yeah. No, you're right though. You're right. Yeah. So my, my choice of words were not. Yeah. A little off, but yeah, we are who we are just because of the circumstances that we're in. The circumstances that we are in and the way that people react to the circumstances. Right. right. And that's, you know, I got to take it back to the leadership though. Okay. It's, it's really people follow the leader. Right. They follow leaders. Naturally. You know, naturally. Yeah. And us as tribal people, we've been following our leaders since time immemorial. You know, we venerate our leaders. We kind of put our hope and our stock and our chiefs, our sub chiefs, the, People that seem to have the talent to know what to do and handle circumstances when right. they arise. Right. Right. Yeah. And so now as we've come to this moment 
in time where we are all pretty much organized in these the way the way you would say it these uh uh colonial systems um with that were forced or not forced upon us right um we it's it's up to us i feel to uh put our own stamp on it and make it okay. ours yeah. yeah yeah i truly feel that yeah in order for us to survive as self-governing self-sufficient yeah sovereign people we have to make it ours right 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 we and we've said it on this podcast many times is we take what works we take what right. works what seems to work and what doesn't work we just cast it aside not always though not <laughs> always <laughs> You're right. No, no you're right. No. Yeah. 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 We, we got a lot of dysfunctional oh systems God. out there. Oh we got God, a lot yeah. of broken systems. Yeah. And we, we, a lot of times we just adopt, you know, whatever model or system that's available and say, hey, these guys do it. Here's here's the laws and bylaws, policies and procedures. Let's just put our tribal logo over <laughs> it and roll with it. What? Why does that happen? Why does that happen? It's easy. Because it's easy. Yeah. Because it's easy. Yeah. You don't have to. Well, <clears throat> yeah. But you don't have but to there, form a committee. But, but, okay, but there was a time, I think, when self governance, when it was just baby and brand new, right, right after the IRA, right, Indian Reorganization Act, right? Yeah. CSKT, first tribe to formulate a tribal constitution, laws and bylaws. And what uh, year was that? Do you know? 1935. 1935. Yeah. Year after Congress ratified the IRA, we were literally first out of the gates. Yeah. Okay. Um, but in and for any tribe that did it after that, it was brand new. You know, yeah. we 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 uh, a- adopted the council system versus the chief system. Right. Uh, we 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 started running things like, you know, the Great White Father. <laughs> and 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 everybody in DC and 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 okay if if it works for them it's going to work for us you know right um but but for a lot of tribes i think self governance as as shiny as the phrase sounds yeah um is is and maybe was and still is intimidating Okay. And like uh, in the how, form in the form that it was it's presented in the form that yeah. it was presented, yeah. And at that time, you had a lot of really thick, heavy racism, and oh, yeah. probably a lot of objectors and a lot of people saying in the surrounding world, and even in a tribal community like ours, where we're the minority, right, on our own reservation, right, where a lot of people might have been saying. No, don't do it that way. You have to do it this way. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? A lot of people telling you what to do. The BIA, Boston Indians around. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> well, did you know that in um, in the early 1910s, there was two fractioning committees? I don't know if you studied yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was there was this there was a flathead business council. And then there was more what they thought was more an official tribal uh, more of a tribal council, or uh, I can't remember what they called it. Uh, yeah, a business committee, and then a tribal council. Right, 
And that's a conversation in itself right there. Right, right, right. Do we have a tribal council or do we have a tribal business committee? <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah, yeah. and that's the argument right there. Right. Right, right. That's that's something to be discussed to be discussed right there. Right. And the way so me personally, okay. I feel that they kind of got to be a little bit of both. Yeah. Because our tribal council, our leaders are basically uh, I don't know, I'm not going to use the word lightly, but you you I don't know if you could call people chiefs these days or what, but they are our leaders. Yeah. You have to know something about the way things work in the world to be able to lead the people. Right. I I truly feel that. But yeah. at the same time, have enough traditional values to be able to guide us as a tribal organization and and to be able to lead in a way to where people can look at us and say that's a tribal organization. Right. Led by tribal leaders. Right. Right, right. Yeah, we we could we could elect Al Gore onto the tribal council, but you know he's I get really the great leader. Bernie, no, dog, no, Bernie, no, or Bernie, we're, or any we're anybody, gonna any adopt politician. Bernie, <laughs> any politician, and they're gonna know governance, they're gonna know procedure, policy, law, all. Chairman that. Sanders, Chairman <laughs> Sanders. So this leads to this this next thing you talked about 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 developing cultural competency. Now this is this is one we've talked about a number of times on previous right. episodes. Yeah. And first of all, um, we've established that, you know, every, nobody really has cultural loss because the, the, the act of living and being in a society is predicated on the idea of having a culture, but what's I think missing is uh, expressions of traditions from past generations. So, this is so. This is the question I had when you said that piece about okay, we we need uh, to develop cultural competencies. Well, the big question then is really who defines what cultural competency is. Well, around these parts, around these parts, okay, you would have to look at the committees. You'd have to look at the culture committees, okay, and and to see. Um, and take a look at and most likely draw from what they have. Okay. What they what they teach, what they promote, what they think is important right. as cultural knowledge. Okay. Borrow from that, use that. The problem is, is sometimes the committees, you know, and I don't know if Cheney and them guys are going to be listening to this or not, but sometimes saying, they're not they're they're not always open to share the information and disseminate it in a way that could be, let's say, uh, helpful for all. Right. 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 And, and rightfully so I can understand that we've had so much taken from us considering right. culture and tradition that I understand the need to protect. Yeah. Okay. But at the same time, you know, a person like me would ask, wouldn't it benefit everybody? Our entire organization, if we created and instituted cultural competencies um, into the workforce, teach them, require them, right? actually require it. Yeah. Hey, you're a Californian that just moved to the reservation. Um, 
25 percent of our workforce is non-tribal one of these guys get a job should we not require them to learn and understand our people learn about and understand our people so that they can better serve the tribal population right or or is it going to be hot and cold yeah yeah and so so that was something that i ran into i ran into a wall um a couple years ago i was uh, the the tribal social services department when I when I worked there was yeah. asking me to develop a presentation like a PowerPoint, a, a, a cultural presentation that would be helpful in teaching our social workers um, cultural competencies to better serve the tribal people. Right. And so I started going with it, and naturally I reached out to the culture committees. And ran into an immediate. Oh, paused up there. A little pause. Somebody's playing a little bit too much Candy Crush. Or maybe, just maybe, old Uncle Rico's parked out in the garage. Pull up in the driveway. He knows your password. He's talking to his honey through the Facebook talk or whatever that is. Facebook talk. Yeah. He's got his Facebook call to his honey over in uh, Usk. Maybe he's got two honeys. Maybe he's got one on hold. Another one he's talking to. She's from Welpin' It. Another one's from Usk and they're both kind of having a chat. Video chat, even video chat. That takes a lot of Wi-Fi. Okay. So you, so this is the thing you said. You said you you got this and this ask to do some cultural competence competency. One of the problems is, yeah, you want to do it through a PowerPoint. That's not your problem, but problem is that's the expectation to deliver a cult, cultural competency through some high quality presentations. Well, that, that's a, a start, right? But right. so you're developing these presentations. Naturally, you go to the culture committee. So what happened? Well, like I said, uh, uh, I was um, vetted uh, who, what, when, where, why. Right. What are you going to use this for? Who are you going to teach it to? So on and so forth. Right. Um, Was emailed a form. um, And uh, the the form wasn't, um, I said exactly what I needed it for, for these purposes and what we've been talking about. Right. And it it just wasn't received well and it didn't get approved um right away and I yeah. needed it, it done it was uh time expedient. Yeah. And um I had to move on without them. Yeah. yeah. And I had to gather my own information and look right. for my own sources and so on and so forth which is possible. You oh, got yeah. the three chiefs culture center, you know, yeah. you Got the internet, you got family stories, you got photos that people have of their own and so on and so forth. And so I did. Yeah. You know, I moved, I uh moved move forward without them, but um obviously everybody doesn't put stock into what uh cultural comp improving cultural competencies can do for an organization. Right. Right, right. Um, but of what what I feel that it does is it it improves relations of course between the organization and the people yeah. and but but it also can do a great not a greater thing 
But another great thing, which is to improve the policies and the procedures within the organization itself. Right. To to be able to create some policies around this where it's required yeah. learning, where where it's part of the initial training process. Yeah. Where it's where it's part of the reception process for new employees, tribal yeah. or or non-tribal. And and you know this as well as I do. There are a lot of tribal people themselves, ourselves, yeah. that really don't know much about who they are. Right. Where they come from, even right. on this own reservation, if if you're Salish versus Ponderé versus Kootenai, right. you ask some kid at Two Eagle, um, they may not know what they are, and they just say, I'm Salish Kootenai. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and literally, you get that a lot. Yeah, you do. Yeah, You really do. And imagine all the people that um, are working in the workforce and that have been there like, 20 10 20 30 40 years there are a lot of people that will say the same thing yeah they got a couple penalties from their service (laughs) yeah they're gonna say the same thing gonna say the same thing um and that's not everybody yeah that's not everybody but like as i feel and it goes back to the conversation we were having 20 minutes ago that it starts with the individuals second to uh, get a shout out to our patreon sponsors our five dollar donors we've got uh, julian peterson heather sabrepena i think that's how you say it mary bobbitt jason friage we've got brian swanson emma lafave also included with a two dollar donation is marzena j rachel holster and then on the $15 donations, we've got Luella Bryn. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And in addition to that, we have our other $15 sponsor, Dylan Shields. Our $25 sponsors, thank you very much to Wild Gallery and Ray Donnelly. Jump on over to Wild Gallery. Check out his website. Check out what he's got. Thank you, Ray Donnelly. And also, Travis Davis. Thank you for your continued sponsorship of the show thank you to all our patreon sponsors right, right. Mm-hmm. i understand that when you said that a little better now what you're talking about yeah so this is so this is the thing and and it's problematic we all know it everybody knows it when you put the well i shouldn't say this so i don't mean this to cover everything and in in some instances when um an organization What's the responsibility of of tradition and cultural propagation in the hands of a small group of people? You run a danger of number one, significant amount of loss because, well, in a way, if we get lazy and say, "Well, I'm going to shuffle that off to that those people," they're going to do it, so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, but then you run you run the risk too, just because we're humans where we're subject to the vices of the world, you know, we might, you know, get struck with some greediness or some maybe overcautious 
behavior to try to out of the guise of protection, then we run the danger of, of, of cutting off access to things that people ought to know. And that, that the, the convergence of those two things can spell uh, quite a, quite a danger for, um, for the living breathing part of what we would call a, a cultural thing or a tradition that's strong in a community. So, um, you know, th this, I think this manifests well in, uh, in tribal government, because that's like, that, so the front, the first and foremost thing when people think about tribal government is not that it's um, uh, modeled after, uh, you know, colonial systems or, you know, federal systems. They more think, okay, tribal government must be some sort of traditional thing. There must be some manifestation of tradition in there. But what is the tradition? And, and I think there's always a call to make it stronger. But how do we do that when we're faced with, with our own people saying, no, we can't, we can't teach that. We can't let that out because somebody might, I don't know, what are they going to do? Sell it or something? I don't know. I don't know what the, what the, what the fear is to be and to teach tradition, even if it's to non non-native people because that helps broaden people's understanding of the how we are that part i don't quite get I right get it, I, I don't get it i i, I think yeah. that the impact has more positive ramifications than it does negative yeah because i really think building an understanding between cultural groups yeah can can do um amazing things yeah. between people the part of the reason that, well, I guess one of the main, uh, the, the fuel for racism, I feel is fear. Yeah. I don't know you. I don't know what you're about. Yeah. I don't know this stuff at powwows. I don't, I don't know this stuff that I hear about ceremonies and this and that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I just don't know it. And, um, I don't know if you're, if that's a danger to me or to my culture or not. Yeah. So I'm just going to put some negative energy on that and yeah. you know we call that racism or or yeah. whatnot but i feel that the positive ramifications far outweigh the negative yeah. because creating understanding between culture groups creates commonality and commonality produces friendships produces right. hey um, I kind of know about this a little bit and those guys ain't that bad. And yeah. people can end up arguing for us that we don't even know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I, and so I really think it, it, the positive ramifications is it could help and heal communities. Yeah. Agreed. So what's the answer then to this dilemma that we have amongst our own people of this guarding, guarding of things, guarding of, of, of understandings. This this bureaucracy of approval. So I I can't talk to my my um my grand folks because I, I might need an IRB because I they might think I'm maybe trying to do some research or something. You know, it's it gets to this goofy layers of bureaucracy to try to learn something. It's it's kind of goofy. I mean, I don't know. Um, my my first answer is going to be I don't know. The second. <laughs> <laughs> but the second answer goes into a uh, experience that I had with Chole, okay. uh, Johnny Arlie. 
Yeah. And I interviewed him one time uh, on a small uh, um, powwow documentary. Yeah. And um, we uh, he was he was asked what could um, improve uh, the R. Lee celebration. Yeah. And um, he said, um, I even think he might have said he didn't know at first, but but then he said to tear down the powwow grounds and start back over again. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 to create everything into a circle. Yeah. To a nice big circle because that's the way it used to be in the old time. Yeah. Is it ever, we used to camp in the circle, the teepees used to face in a circle. Yeah. And then he said in the circle was the drum. Right. And that and that was the heartbeat of the people. Right. And so for some of this bureaucracy and some of this stuff, you know, first you know, I could come up with a lot of ideas and I want to talk about this leadership model if we're going to have time yeah. that might help. Okay. But I just go with Johnny and say, tear it all down and start it all over again. <laughs> no, that, you know, sometimes that's just the way to go. You just got to hit the reset, you know, I, yeah. I believe that sometime. And I remember having a conversation with him about the same thing. Because he's spread that word quite a bit. And yeah. even there was an instance where there was a building that was trying to get built, you know, tribal building, and there was an advocacy for it to be in a more traditional structure, you know, mm-hmm. round. But mm-hmm. I guess the somebody on the committee was concerned about the how difficult it would be to clean. And so <laughs> <laughs> so it got scrapped and it was made into a square. Hey, you know. Hey. Hey, we sell Indian tacos. The committee sells Indian tacos for stuff like that, man. Oh my god. People yeah. get paid for that. <laughs> Goofy. Yeah. So I, I don't know. There, there's a lot of things to talk about in, in that, you know, what is the what is the what what sort of cultural competency do folks need? To what level do they need? You know, that does we I, I feel I feel we need some information. I, I don't, sure. and maybe, I don't know if we, if anybody's done it or, or has conceived of it, but where are we at? Where's the, where's the benchmark for us right now? What's the baseline data for what people know and what we think that's important to know? Because I think you, even you and I might disagree on what we think is important. Your neighbor might disagree sure. on what we think is an important thing, but I, I don't think we have that yet. And, but I don't know if that would help. I, I just don't know, but I, my curiosity lies in that. What do people know? What are those? What does the membership know? What do they not know? What do we need to know that's going to help us to affirm that identity for ourselves? So you you mentioned this leadership model that you said might. Unless you have some commentary on what I just said. This well, is, and I think I think that's really a whole like another show. Right. On what we think is important enough to really break down and teach if and so a tribal organization was innovative enough to even implement it. Right. Because right now, as far as we're concerned, you and I and what we know about CSKT and the Confederated Sales and Kootenai Tribes, there's a zero benchmark. Right. Yeah. You, you can come in cold and just start going and, you know, hit the ground yeah. running. Yeah. And that's it. 
the only cultural competencies you're going to learn is by someone who may be may be friendly enough or mean enough to teach it to you. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty key. Friendly or mean. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And even then you're not you're not sure how accurate that might be. Right, because of the be individual. Yeah. Because the individual and how how far they've come. Yeah. How far they've come. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. like I said, the 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 development of of something like that would really lie in in the hands of the people that choose that they want to do that or not. Yeah, and then they would develop that on their own. Well, they're going to need to learn some history. They're yeah. going to need to uh, learn, um, you know, some cultural pathways of how we do things around here. Yeah, some 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 cultural appropriations. Um, you know, uh, what, wh what do you, what do you do when, you know, you're, you're invited to, you know, a native home and you're offered food, the simple things, Yeah. you know, I, I, I really wouldn't get too complex yeah. unless that person, you know, after, you know, whatever amount of time want to take it there. Yeah. Or, or like I said, or if someone's friendly enough to teach it to them or, yeah. or mean enough to rebuke them if 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 they like they disrespect an elder <laughs> openly disrespect an elder or something yeah so so or brave enough we'll put it that way brave <laughs> enough okay. you know some someone might say golly enough oh thou just golly <laughs> no but but so so if 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 we take it so so that's policy that that's a policy issue Okay. Are you, you going to write it in a policy or not? You, you, you're going to put it into action or not? Yeah. That's just something it, it, it's, you're going to do it or not. Yeah. But this organ, organizational leadership model that I think would help in yeah. this situation. And it goes back to the original question, what you talked about, how we balance. Yeah. How we balance the old, how we balance the present. You know, what is, what does that look like? You yeah. know, are, are there any answers? And, for us here at CSKT, we we have a tier-based leadership model. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. So smartly, rightfully so, on top of the tier, we 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 got the tribal population. Okay. Directly under the tribal population, you got tribal council. Okay. Directly under council, you got the executive directors under the mm -hmm. executive directors you then have your department heads under them you got your division managers under them you got your program managers yeah and then under them you got your case managers and then your floor workers your personnel so on and so forth yeah and you know it's a flow system yeah and it it was it seems to have functioned in there's there's positive and negative things to be said about it. Right. But when I was writing about it, I was like, why can't we bring it down instead of a tier-based model, a circular model? Okay. Okay. Inside the circle, the people. Okay. The focus, the people yeah. who we serve. Okay. And then right around them, we have the decision makers. Okay. And then 
outside of them, you have your your workers, your innovators, your people that uh, boots on the ground. Okay. And then and then around them you have your fringe workers and your different grants and this and that, whatever. Okay. And so around the tribal people, the decision makers, I feel it doesn't have to all be council the way we do it now, where everything is brought up to the table yeah. of the tribal council. And then you guys say yes, or you guys say no. Right. And what I propose is that in this centric model, that the decision makers also include your executive directors, your people that um, uh, control or manage finances, okay. you know, your, 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 your top fish, your biggest fish, you know, in the tank there. Yeah. But, but then you also have uh, your, your people that are full of cultural competency. Okay. And those number of people out there, they share the decision-making so that it all just doesn't lay on the people that we elect every four years. Yeah. Cause they come and they go, you right. know? Right. And so to me, and it goes back to what Johnny said that in that interview, the reason he would tear it down and start it and build it back up again is because Indian life is in a circle. Okay. And so why can't we govern ourselves in the same way? Right. In the same sort of model now, it's arguable whether that is in place or not, but I really don't think it is just yeah. from my observations, but it's an idea. Yeah. 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 And so that's it. That's, that's that leadership model I wanted to talk about. Um, you know, is it, is it viable? Would, would the tribes be willing to tear down and start it all, you know, build it back <laughs> up again, yeah. you know, cause change yeah. is hard. It is. And it especially is. in an organization that's been doing things the same way for so long. Yeah. You know, you come in as an idealist or you come in as an innovator, you're going to have a hell of a time. Yeah. Hell yeah. of a time trying to make changes. And yeah. see, that's what we always talk about every election cycle. We want change. We want change. <laughs> you know, everybody says that. Yeah. They really do. <laughs> And it always goes back to the same old, same old. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? It really That's does. Weird. Yeah. So this is the thing. So um, the thing you described, the two the two models, I mean, it's you could argue that, well, the so the one is fairly linear, right? The, yeah. The, the, the one we have the, now. The, Population, right, right. tribal council, executive, uh, division, program. I mean, yeah. very, very, very linear. The other yeah. one you described, I, I guess, in in I, I don't quite see the circularity in it. I suppose because it seems like the same thing, right? The people, it the decision seems like makers. the same thing, but yeah. the difference, but the difference is in the decision making. Okay, where okay. it's not just brought to the table. You're sitting in front of ten council members, yeah, try, trying to um, trying to convince them or inform them or sway them. Yeah. Into what sort of decisions and so many times, Shandine. Yeah. Great ideas. Yeah. Or any idea really, but even <laughs> but but great ideas. <laughs> More so the great to ones. make my point. Yeah. Good or great ideas 
they get tabled because the council doesn't feel that they have enough information yeah. or that there's not they they need to talk to the other people first before they can even make a decision and that kills and it so, right there. And, and that's it so yeah. put those people there oh yeah I, okay Cause, okay cuz think about it our chiefs yeah. back in the day when we counseled if you put it in your mind and put it in my mind they're all sitting in a teepee there, there's there's the chiefs, but there's their advisors. You got your sub chiefs, yeah. or under a tree, or under a tree. <laughs> yeah, at Council Grove. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. With, of. with yeah. the government yeah. official, yeah. with the whole yeah, condescending you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. And this was the so question. You see the centric. You yeah, see yeah. how that would change, and then the and and that and then the power flows out. Instead of flows down, because what okay. happens when it flows down is that there's you you run the danger, and it's a very reality that there's a lot of power and control. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the human. That's the humanness. That that's the humanness of it. Oh, I'm above you. Yeah. See, I'll, I'm above yeah. you on the flow chart. You're below me. Yeah, I'll fire you. You have to listen to me. I'll write you up. Write I'll, you up. Yeah. I'll do whatever. But in the circular model, if you put all those people sort of on the same playing field, yeah, maybe you can eradicate a lot of that. And yeah. like I said, it's just an idea. Right, right, right. Yeah. So this is the thing. Um, when you said that about the decision makers and the cultural competencies, those kind of things. So right now, as it stands today, you don't have to know one thing about the, the traditions and the history of the CS and KT to get elected onto tribal council. It's not a requirement. There's, there's really not a set list of requirements. Yeah. Basic, basically the requirement is, is that you, you are a tribal member. Yeah. You, you've lived in your district that you're running right. in for, for right. at least a year. Right. And, and that you don't have a felony. Right. Those are the That's things. That's it. That's it. No culture, yeah. no tradition, no language, no no, no participation in something else that, yeah. that 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 would qualify you. Yeah. Yeah. As a tribal leader. Right. 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 Basically, ambition qualifies you these days. It's ambition. Yeah. 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 So, in in that particular way, it that um is quite different from the traditional model where. You know, chiefs were elected on their not necessarily because there was never a question of your of a your competency and your cultural pursuits that in the old days that was never a question. I wouldn't think it was more based on your your successes, like your your maybe you had some really great war deeds. Maybe you're you're a really good uh, orator of things. You 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 can convince yeah. people of things. You you're proven to make decisions that produce good results yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so that, that seems that so that seems to follow suit with sort of how it is today but the only thing missing is that um a lot of the the reasons why a person would have those particular skills those particular values and virtues that was found in the chief in the old days was because of their immersion in a functioning cultural organism that celebrated those particular virtues yeah we, i don't think we have that today nobody celebrates no. someone 
when they're really good and honest as a, as a tribal people. And there's no venue to celebrate people for that. You might get a good little head nod. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Somebody but, might say, oh, that, yeah, that guy's a pretty stand-up guy. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And, and that, that might bleed into some people's reasoning for voting for certain people for tribal council. But I guess yeah. my, so, so my, 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 um, I guess the thing I'm, I get hung up on when we talk about, um, like trying to teach or disseminate cultural competency is that in a way it feels in, inauthentic. If you know what I mean, like we're trying to package something and hand it off to someone in a, in a, in an environment in which maybe that thing doesn't belong. Where, whereas if, they developed cultural competency in a, in a more natural fashion. They would have done it since youth. They would have been involved in certain things on yeah. their own volition, but not a lot of people were afforded that luxury because of boarding school, the all kinds of stuff, you know, that, that, that contributed to the assimilation into more of a non-indigenous or non-native way of thinking. So I, I have a, I've have a struggle. I'm not saying I'm against it. I'm just saying I have a struggle with seeing how that could, come about like how can we teach cultural competency number one we have a problem with even allowing people to learn about traditions because of the bureaucracy of committees and those kind of things number two it seems difficult to replicate authenticity in order for someone to embody a traditional and cultural pursuit that would seem to mirror what our ancestors had or did um so that i have trouble seeing that i'm for it I think it it's something that we need to figure out, but I just I have trouble seeing it. And maybe you, know, you have some ideas on or seen some examples of how that worked. You know, like I said, I I I tried developing something uh that was um palatable. Yeah. To not only the tribal person that has lived on the reservation their entire life versus your immigrant from California. Right. right. Okay. Meeting the need and, of the audience. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so, so with, with, with that broad of a scope of an audience, yeah. If, if the, the, the information would have to be broad. Yeah. At first. Yeah, yeah. It would have to be broad. And what I would suggest is what it would look like, what what it would make it more authentic for people like you that have what whom I feel have a real strong foundation in cultural competency is that is that it comes in levels, yeah. comes in doses. Yeah. Here's your intro. Yeah, Here's yeah. your intermediate. Yeah, yeah. And should should you work for us long enough? Here's your long term. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so on and so forth. Like education is a lifelong journey. You right. know that. I yeah, know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So why shouldn't it be for people in the workforce? Yeah. Yeah. In the tribal workforce. I agree. I agree. I, I can see that what you're talking about. And I know there's been efforts done in the past. I know they had a language class for for complex employees and it was pretty under under attended and slowly faded so there, there's there's that um also that factor too is interest you know a lot of people they don't want to know they don't care to yeah. know 
And I think um, policy that prescribes that someone ought to know something, then it starts to bring out the American in us, you know, well, that's that's my right. You know, this is my right. This is all about me and my right to do what I want. You know, know? Yeah. But well, then on the other hand, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Well, that's when you, you come up with crafty ideas uh, where you, where you trick people with incentives. Oh yeah. You know, um, gift cards. uh, And I, I firmly, I, I, I firmly believe that incentives, you know, really uh, can help uh, organizational change. Yeah. For, 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 to motivate people. Are they necessary? No. Is it, can it, be even an insult to where look i have to give you a free indian taco for you to learn something (laughs) about us you know no no it 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 could be insulting but but at the same time um you know there's ways yeah we've we've we're still evolving yeah and and these are the questions that come up in the midst of it right yeah and so that's it that's it right there i think you hit it on the head right there. We're in a we're in flux, man. How long have we had this this form of tribal government? Not even a hundred years. Not even a hundred years. Not even a hundred years. Ninety years. Yeah. Come we've, coming up on ninety years. We've been we've been we've been badgering people who get elected to for, to tribal council for less than a hundred years about getting stuff done. <laughs> We're What's funny that, is there's there's yeah. this one tribal member, and I'm not gonna name drop okay. him because this is this is funny. Okay. Um he's he's been trying to get on council for the last maybe two cycles, maybe yeah. three. Yeah. And and his biggest thing is he thinks what's gonna get him there is if he complains his way to the top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And since that's not working, now he's getting pretty proficient at making council memes. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, well, you never uh, know that uh, might work. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I can't complain my way to the top, then then I'm gonna laugh my way to the top. Oh my god. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna insult yeah. you till I get to the top. Yeah, yeah. Then, <laughs> then what are you gonna do with your memes, man? <laughs> You gonna start making memes about the people? You start making fun of the people. You gotta keep the laughs going. You gotta keep laughs going somehow. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of things, man, and and I think you summed it up there at the end. We're we're babies, and uh, yeah. and and everyone who who sees the past of how I don't know why this is the thing I don't get. Why do you even want to be on council? Why would you exactly. want to do that? I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I get the, the, I get the idea of serving your people, want to make change. That's maybe good, you know. But what a what a job, man. What a tough job. I tell you what. And I don't know. It's not obviously. monetary. Well, for some people you know, it is monetary. For some people that are, yeah. you know, getting getting by on yeah. You know, your EBT and yeah. uh getting getting by on your uh uh beadwork sales or whatever, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Council sounds like a pretty dang good thing. Yeah. yeah. And it don't you, seem like you gotta do much. You, you just say yes and no. Two days a week. <laughs> yay. 
Me? <laughs> it's like it's like it's like on Gladiator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kill, kill, kill. That sounds easy enough. Oh man. So crazy. No, but see, there's there's this quote. Uh, I guess it was some old Greek philosopher or something. I can't remember who he was, but I remember yeah. what he said. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a meme, but okay. it's an intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an intelligent meme. Okay. Those right. those who desire power are not fit to hold it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... and and really is ambition shouldn't be your only qualification. Right. Right. That's right. Right. And I, and I think that's true with not only um you know tribal council but you know department head executives. I, I think yeah. that's that's true with all those. If we and, if we had a see, sense, yeah, go ahead. And I'm just going just going back to me and and where I want to take my career, I don't want to be an executive manager just so I can be the boss. Yeah, because that sounds ridiculous just coming out of my own mouth. But <laughs> to but to create and it does to a lot of other people too. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> To create organizational change, yeah. to, to to help our tribal organization become something better, more yeah. efficient, a little yeah. more innovative, yeah. and still more culturally viable, and yeah. to 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 help sculpt us into something that um, we probably needed ninety years ago. Right. 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 Because we started off doing it like those guys. Yeah. And we've rough. been pretty much, you know, I mean, there's been some pretty good. You know, the mission statement of CSKT, the main mission statement is be guided by traditional principles hmm. and values. Yeah. Boom. That's the main mission yeah. statement right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was say, and then it goes back to well, what are those traditional values? Yeah. But I don't know. honestly, yeah. honestly, do we look like that right now? Do we really look like if you look at the CSKT organizational structure? Yeah. The the, the entity of who, who we are. Yeah. How traditionally principled and valued. Yeah. Well, are the, we now there's some good things i'm not going to sit here and bash my yeah, own tribe there's yeah, yeah. a lot of good stuff yeah. like 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 the department i work for uh that mission statement is um uh helping people is a way of life yeah because that's the department i work in we're a human service department and yeah it's 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 not just your job it's your way of life yeah, yeah, and yeah. I like that, and I really appreciate that, and I think that embodies a traditional principle. Agreed, I, and I yeah, we better we better cast that out there as a as a a disclaimer. We're not bashing nobody. We're just discussing. We're just discussing. So hopefully, anybody listening won't take offense. We're not. We're not making <laughs> council memes. We're not making oh, council memes. Hey. Hey, I'm at the wrong podcast. This is the wrong, wrong one. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Now I forgot what I was gonna say. There was something important. No, no, that. no. Your your disclaimer. Oh yeah, that was the disclaimer. Yeah, just just want people to know that you know, we talked about a few departments, 
tribal council. We're not trying to bash. We're just saying how we feel, and that's important. Yeah. But what? But this is um, the thing I was thinking about was, um, and so you know, the, the whip, the whip used to be a, a traditional form of a governance. Mm-hmm. And if that mission statement holds true, shouldn't we be slowly inching back toward that? But then I'm arguing against myself at the beginning of the podcast where I'm saying, well, shouldn't we also be allowed to evolve our values and how we um, enforce or encourage or or, or um, manifest those values? We ought to be allowed to to evolve those to meet the the present. Yeah, like yeah. you said, the, like like the introduction of the horse. Yeah, we didn't we didn't have the horse. Yeah, the horse technically wasn't a traditional thing. Yeah, but but it but it helped us and hurt us in a way because, like you said, it got us into a little more trouble with the warfare yeah. and you know and yeah. the, the horse dealing days and that to me you know that that can. That can bring glory, but that can bring pain. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. so, so, so there's a there's positives and negatives there. Yeah. But the people evolved. Yeah. With it. Yeah. Anyway, we came. Well, that's who who we are now. We're 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 horsemen. Yeah. 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 So I guess I guess my thought there is that you know when I when you see when you read that mission statement, really what is what is what is the traditional value that we're trying to get to. And, mm-hmm. and and we'd run the danger oftentimes of looking to the past. I, I'm I mean, value is a value that that yeah. seem like it doesn't change as we go through generations. But mm-hmm. how we manifest that or 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 in, affirm that, I think is really like the tradition that affirms that. I think is what sometimes we're missing because we used to have it. We used to have a process to affirm values. But we don't have that now. We have an American version, a watered down version of that. And mm-hmm. so we don't, we things aren't celebrated in the same way that they are today. We no, yeah. We don't recognize it, it, people for for deeds, good deeds, the way we used to. And and the whole that whole complex of doing that was was a was a was a process of really affirming identity. And we we lost that, and I don't see a lot of effort to try to bring something such as that—not that same thing, but something such as that—forward to today. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think some of the answers there, though, Shandine, lie in some of the things we talked about, yeah. or the possible answers or pathways to yeah. you know get get to at least. Um, uh, get to the place where you can possibly convince people that the decision makers um yeah. that 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 these that these changes are good and useful and beneficial yeah, yeah. for for the organization and and it's cultural competency that's right teaching people and and we can just rephrase that learning about the culture ways and traditions and yeah. life pathways of the yeah. people that you're working for yeah working with and working for yes and and a lot of that comes to the information and and what we talked about again is the educational aspect of it yeah and it's a tricky one that, yeah it's a tricky one it, it's, a, it's a hard one 
I, but then it then it goes to that balancing act. Right. right. Right? Well, well, we can take what we have from there, we can bridge it into what we have now and where we're going. Yeah. And a lot of that comes through policy. The the the, <laughs> the dreaded dreaded P word. Oh my God. Yeah. And and and, and yeah. it really does. But and and so someone like me who is looking at you know executive leadership somewhere down the road yeah i'll be looking at those things yeah now i think that's one of the problems it's not something that can be solved immediately but we have to make a policy if we have to make a policy to make people do and act a certain way yeah and i think we i think we've already missed the mark you know so, what I mean? So that's it. You yeah. got to be tricky again. You got to, yeah. you got to word it right. You, 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 you have to, um, take a, take a look at using the language, not as in, if you don't, yeah, you will get fired, but here's what happens if you do. Yeah. 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 You Turn, know, instead of a, yeah. more, instead of a punitive thing. Yeah. More yeah. of a more of a positive. You An have incentive. to put a positive in. Yeah, um, yeah. You, you're going to be more valued to this workforce if right. you have more cultural competencies. Right. right. And that'll look damn good on your resume. Yeah. If if you want a promotion, if you're looking to get higher up on the ladder, so on and so forth, it might yeah. look it might look better on your benchmarks. Right. You might just get paid more in your own job where you're sitting now because right. your cultural competencies through the data that we collect. Yeah. It's higher. Yeah. And so, currently that's not rewarded. No. In fact, it, in fact, it's sometimes it can be a detriment. Depending on, <laughs> well, yeah. well, depending on the situation. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 you're gonna be that mean Indian telling <laughs> everybody that they're not doing it right. Yeah. Then, well, you know, well, I, I was more thinking about you know people trying to get cultural leave for things and then getting turned down. No, no, we need you here. Yeah, but yeah. but but to but to institute it in a way, and all these words are ugly. Institution, yeah. policy, oh, yeah. th- th- just all this stuff. But 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 to instill it into the culture of the organization itself, not the culture of the people. Yes. But the culture of the organization where the organization yeah. says, this is good. We all need this. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, no, but I get in what the culture of the organization where, where, where you have the workforce creating the value for it, you create yeah. the value. Yeah. Yeah. That's the key. I think you're right. You're right. Um, so yeah, man, this has been a great conversation. We've got uh what is your title? I didn't even ask uh, you. What do you do? So, so I'm the director of the Families First Grant, Families First program. I'm the program director for that. So okay. you would call that a program manager. Okay. So you're on uh, let's let me count the rings here. One, two, three, four, five. You're the sixth ring down. You're pretty low. Oh, way down there. <laughs> way down there. <laughs> Oh, um, just a worker bee. Uh, yeah, that's the place bee. to be, the worker bee. Yeah, what? But what? The good thing about uh, managing a grant is, uh, especially when it's um, 
money that um, really doesn't have a whole lot of stipulations from the yeah. feds because it's federal money. Right. It uh, come it, it 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 comes down from uh, uh, the the AFA or the uh, the uh, anyway it comes down from the Fed. <laughs> Those guys <laughs> it, it, it lost myself there for 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 a second there, but but they don't put a lot of stipulations on it, and in the grant language, um, you just really have to meet topics and have to yeah. approach that topics and develop your own way into. Uh, making those benchmarks. Uh, yeah. And so, and so I've instilled some um, programming, I think that, that, that wasn't called for, but what I thought was helpful. What did yeah. I do? I, I created a traditional arts class for families yeah. where they, they could come in and pick projects and uh, hire a, a knowledgeable cultural leader, yeah. come in, eat, Usually eat pizza or something like that, <laughs> which is a little bit of the old, a little bit of the new. That's right. That's right. Um, that's awesome, man. But but I think it's something that helps. And and yeah. and what has happened is even the workers around my grant are like, "Hey, can I come to that class?" And it's oh, like, wow, of yeah. course, okay. yeah, you know, of course, yeah. you know, if you want to come and learn too, that's great. Yeah, you know, and so like I said, it boils down then to the individuals. Yeah. And so since so since I had that creativity and and I've inst uh, instilled some other uh, classes and stuff too, but I don't want to talk about that. But um, that's 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 the individual aspect of what we're talking about. Is yeah. somebody willing to do it? Is, yeah. is 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 somebody willing to put their money where their mouth is? Yeah. And just make it happen. Yeah. Or we or we're going to talk about it all day and say, oh, that'd be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, yeah. what the, here is the think tank. Yeah. Right. This Agreed. is the think tank. Yeah. And then, you know, those, those ideas then get spread around and people start getting possibly motivated. Yeah. And so I, I, I really like being on your show, Sean Dean. Um, yeah. This uh, has been awesome. I'm kind kind of bummed at Jason for dissing. Uh no. Dissing out guy, weak sauce. He is weak. The, the <laughs> I'm, mad, I'm really mad at him. I'm mad. I don't think I'll look at him when I see him. He probably, <laughs> he, he probably just real colonized right now watching football. Oh, yeah. Coke, Coke chips. and wings. He, he's 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 uh, boiling his wieners and his red wiener water. Yeah, well, he missed out. Yeah. No, but you're right. I think you're right. This has been a great conversation um, from someone who's on the kind of on the front lines, you know, and a, a testament to something that I think is really important that we, we can't wait for uh, the leadership we have now to do something because they're probably they probably have a lot on their plate. First of all, yeah, yeah, and maybe, yeah. yeah maybe and everybody's on a different level of what they know and what they can do traditionally. Yeah. We got to acknowledge yeah. that and we can't. Yeah. you know, berate or belittle someone for just not knowing that's, I think yeah. that's pretty important. Yeah. If we're going to be together yeah. in this, we have to acknowledge that. But I think it's great that, that you take what you know and try to try to get it into what you do. I think that's really important. And I think that holds a lot of merit to what you said about what, what can we all do as an individual to increase the cultural competency? If we, if we create another person who has just a little bit more knowledge than we do and get them a job and, 
imagine what they're going to do. You know, they're going to do the same yeah. thing that you do, plus a little more. And imagine and if we have 10 other people like that, you know, just starting out. Go ahead, say what you're going to say. I was imagine. just going to say just, just how it really helps heal and bring not only individuals, but different cultures and the the community together yeah, yeah. and cultural it it, it, it it to me it can only make us stronger right right and i think well, the one thing i get hung up on a lot and i try not to is 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 authenticity of what we do and i don't i don't think i i don't think i need to be there i think if anybody's just doing something whether it's not exactly what i think they should do that shouldn't matter and and, and admittedly i do that i i judge and think well that's not really sort of the way that we should be doing it, but it's something. And if it empowers mm -hmm. one person, mm -hmm. you know, for, from the, for the people that they serve, you know, in your case, family first, if anything that you do is helping them to regain a sense of identity of their, of themselves, man, that's a win, no matter what it is. Who yeah. cares if they're stringing up dream catchers? <laughs> in a way, if you know what I mean. That's not even our culture. <laughs> I know. But I did it. I did it back <laughs> in the day. S yeah. SKC, one of my first cultural projects was a dream catcher from someone else's culture. Stringing up a dream catcher, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah. It's something. And and everyone has an entryway into a point. And then hopefully they'll have those teachable moments where somebody says, Well, this is not really the thing that we do here. Maybe try this. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. we rely on each other and we should have we should pull our guard down to accept that that criticism or that redirection. And I, I don't think we're really great at that anymore. We yeah. we we put up yeah. our barriers and we get ashamed and embarrassed about what we don't know. We get defensive about what we do know. And mm -hmm. it just it's just this vicious cycle. It doesn't help anything. But man, this has been great. Yeah. This has been mm -hmm. really good. I didn't we didn't we didn't need that bum, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> He would have just matter, distracted us. Matter of fact, we had a better conversation without him. <laughs> hey, jokes. I hope he's enjoying his red wieners. <laughs> <laughs> no, so yeah. hey, if I ever get invited back somewhere down the future, I'm hoping that uh, he'll be there. I know Jason's got a lot of intelligent ideas. And, yeah, you know he's yeah, a yeah. he's a thinker, and yeah, um, he is. Yeah, I well, just really appreciate him too. But you are too, man, and I really appreciate this. So awesome, man. Ooh, man. So, for having me. All right, all thanks, right. partner. You have a good evening. All right. Get to studying, okay. and we'll yeah. see you soon. Okay. Una, na kwa na. Una, na matuit Okay.